Hey, 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 it's Pastor Mike. If you love what we do at Time of Grace, speaking biblical truth into everyday issues, then you are going to love the podcast, The Non-Microwave Truth, by my friend and brother in Jesus, C.L. Whiteside. C.L. is a high school educator and a coach who isn't afraid to take on tough topics, but always through the lens of God's Word. Just search for The Non-Microwave Truth wherever you get your favorite podcasts. What do you do when your grown kids have grown apart from God? Recently, our church had its annual Q&A Sunday, and that question came in, and uh, I can only imagine the emotion with which it was written. I have two daughters. They're still just starting the teen years, so I haven't hit that point yet where they're making their own choices about where to go on Sunday and if they're going to pray before meals. It's just part of our family, but but I can only imagine if one of them said, I, I don't believe it. It's not a priority for me. And maybe that's happened to you. Maybe you're that mom or dad who wants your kids so desperately to believe what you believe and embrace the values that you embrace, but they don't, not anymore. And it breaks your heart. Maybe you see the little kids in church and you remember those days when it was so great to worship as a family. You didn't know it at the time. It was crazy, but to be together, worshiping God as a whole family. So what, what do you do? That's a complicated situation. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 22 that if you train up a child in the way they should go, when they're old, they won't turn from it. It's important for us to remember that's a proverb, which isn't a guaranteed promise, but just a probability. So that's the best chance we have to get kids to believe when they're older is to raise them to believe when they're younger, but it's not a guarantee. They can make their own choices and they can walk away. So if you're one of those parents and your son or daughter has walked away, what do you do? Well, I might suggest um, just a few things. First, figure out why. It's really hard when you want your kid to follow this path and they're here, but as, as best you can, with as much humility as you can, seek first to understand. The Bible says in James chapter 1, we should be slow to speak and quick to listen. Uh, I'm not sure if your child will be candid with you, but just ask them, you know, I, I know I raised you like this, but obviously you're not like this anymore. Can I ask what changed? I promise I'm not going to pounce. Right now, I'm, I'm not trying to change anything about you. I just want to understand what, what you think. Was it a teaching from the Bible? Was it a bad experience? Was it me? <laughs> Going to church on Sunday, maybe you saw something in me during the rest of the week that pushed you away. How did you get here? Why are you here? I'd first want to understand as best I could the reason why. If I know the problem, I'm best equipped to solve it. Number two, I'd want to remind my child about the things that only Jesus can offer. You know, maybe I'd be candid if this was my kid. Like, I, I know it's difficult. When Jesus is the King and the Lord, when he gets the last word, when it's his truth and not our truth, when we follow him and sometimes have to deny ourselves, I know that's difficult. But here's, I just want to remind you why I love Jesus, because he offers me forgiveness for everything. He, he gives me a clean conscience because I know he's taken away my sin. He said that even though I die, I will not die if I believe in him. I have eternal life. I have heaven. I'm going to escape all of this suffering and drama. That's why I love Jesus. That's why I want you to believe in Jesus too. Sometimes kids walk away because you know church takes time or it's, it's costing me too much to believe these things. 
They're thinking about the weight of the cross, but they forget about the benefits of Jesus' cross. So as clearly as you can, get them back to the gospel. It's not just about being in church. We go to church because we're so grateful for Jesus. And finally, maybe this is a really odd thing to want for your kid, but I would, I would pray that this world disappoints them so deeply that they come back looking for something more. It wasn't the total point of Jesus's story in Luke 15, but if you've ever heard Jesus's classic tale of the prodigal son, you know, this kid who was raised by a great godly father, he walks away. He indulges in sinful, wild living, totally breaks his father's heart and violates his father's values. But do you remember what brings him back home? You know, we often focus on the celebration when he came home. You're the dad who's like, God, he's so full of mercy and forgiveness. He throws this party. Like, he's crazy with his ability just like that to show mercy and be patient and love him. But what brought the kid back home? Here's what Jesus says. After the son had spent everything, there was a severe famine in that whole country and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to a citizen of that country who sent him to his fields to feed pigs. He longed to fill his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. When he came to his senses, he said, how many of my father's hired servants have food to spare? And here I am starving to death. I will go back to my father and say to him, father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. A famine, a job he hated, jealous of pigs because no one would help him out. That's what helped him come to his senses and come home to his father. So I would, I would pray this crazy prayer, God, whatever you have to do. If my son needs to lose his health and get cancer to realize how much he needs an answer to death, let it be cancer. If her career needs to fall apart so she stops pursuing money and status and realizes there's only one rock-solid place to find love and identity and a future in, in Jesus, let it fall apart. God, I want my child to come to their senses and come back to you to realize their sin and to cling to your love and your salvation. So whatever you need to do. I wish I could guarantee that all of our kids would end up in heaven. I, I can't. But this is our best path to understand where they are, to remind them of the beauty of Jesus and pray that moment comes where they change their mind, change their direction and come home and find a God whose arms are wide open to prodigal sons and daughters.